one of the things we will have to change uh, if we are going to move with God, particularly in the new year, is to change our mindset. Basically, the way we think about things, the way we process things, uh, our mental paradigm uh, regarding things uh, needs to be um, very flexible. Right? Because God is not uh, rigid in His ways. God is not uh, fixed in His methods. He's the same God, but then He acts in different ways. If you read the Bible, uh, you look at the vision that Ezekiel had. And he said, you know, he looked and there was a being and then he had the face of a man, the face of a bull, the face of an ox, the face of an eagle, the face of a lion. You know, so it's the same God, but he's multifaceted. And that's why when the angels go around the throne, they see something and then they shout holy. Holy means um, sacred, consecrated. We've not seen something like this. This, uh, this is the only thing that looks like this. All right. Uh, so God is uh, very dynamic in His workings. He's very dynamic in His ways. He's very dynamic in His being. So we also should have a mindset that is dynamic. Uh, it's not fixed traditionally. Why? Because uh, God might be moving, and uh, we always want to ensure that we are in step with Him. Uh, the Bible talks about the children of Israel when they left Egypt and were moving to the promised land. Said they had a cloud of fire, a cloud uh, of glory by day, and then there was a pillar of fire by night. All right. And um, the cloud could lift at any point, uh, the fire could move at any point. And at each point, you know, the cloud was moving or the fire was moving. The children of Israel knew they had to also move. All right, so it didn't matter if they just got uh, settled in a particular section of the wilderness. If the glory cloud was moving, they had to move. Uh, the pillar of fire was moving, they had to move. Right, and they also have to be that way with God. You know, if God is moving, you have to move. It doesn't matter how comfortable you are. Uh, with the current status quo. It doesn't matter what manner of structure you are built around you know, your current lifestyle, your current way of doing things, uh, your current assignment, uh, your current... Um, everything that has to do with you currently, basically. So we have to ensure we do not get into a traditional mindset. I mean, mind you, traditions are good. And traditions are what have kept you know, the Christian faith up to this one. And that's why forever I'm always grateful to the Catholic Church. Right? Because, I mean, they, 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 they ensured the traditions were held. You know, they ensured the Bible you know, was you know, canonized, was kept, you know, and, and all that. You know, so traditions do matter, but we should not limit ourselves within a traditional mindset. All right? Why? Because God is dynamic and is working. So we do not want to shut ourselves out of the next move of God or out of what God is doing because we are uh, held up or held back in, in our mindset. And there's a scripture that I've, uh, I've shared. If it's going to be maybe the third or fourth time I'll be doing this. Uh, I've shared you know, in different groups 
that I've been in. And it's uh, 2 Kings chapter 13, if I'm not mistaken. 2 Kings chapter 13, from verse, uh, yeah, from verse 14. And it had to do uh, basically about uh, the later days of Elijah. Uh, the Bible says he was sick and he was about to die. And yeah, the king, uh, the king Joash, came around to see him. You know, and uh, during those days, they had the threat of occupation from the host of Syria. Right? And uh, when the king went to see the prophet, he told him, you know, take a bow you know, and put your hand upon the bow. And then told him to shoot. And he went ahead and did that. All right. And, uh, the Bible states the fact that you know, the prophet placed his hand upon the hand of the king. And then he shot that arrow you know, towards, uh, towards the east. And that's basically signifying the hand of the Lord upon your own hands to achieve you know, the results of God. You know, we talked yesterday about getting the involvement of God through prayers. So when you pray, you get the supply of the Spirit of God or you get the hand of the Lord upon you to go ahead and get the results of God. All right. Uh, but if, if you read down that, that verse, if you read down that passage, uh, you realize the, the prophets you know, also asked the king to take an arrow and then strike the ground. All right, And uh, the Bible records that the king went ahead and struck the ground three times and stopped. And then the, the prophet was very angry. He was like, why did he just strike the ground three times? He should have struck maybe five or six or more times and then you would have utterly destroyed the Syrians. But now... You know, you only smite the Syrians maybe three times, you know, prophetically because you only struck the ground three times. And the real question for me then you know, was why did the king strike just three times and stop? All right. Um, you could say the prophet didn't tell him. I mean, he wasn't aware about the implications of the striking. You know, but what really uh, interested me was the fact that you know, um, the prophet had told him it was the arrow of God's deliverance. All right. But he was so stuck up in his traditional mindset of, you know, uh, meta meta, that way, you know, um, we always believe in threes, you know, in seven, in fourteens, in twenty one, in forty days, you know. Uh, so we are already, was already caught up, you know, in that mindset. Oh, if the prophet is telling me to do something, right? I mean, if I'm going to strike, I strike three times, all right, in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, but the prophet was like, what the heck is all this, you should have struck as many times, I told you this arrow was the arrow of the Lord's deliverance, so why are you going ahead and striking just three times, you know, so he brought in his religious mindset, you know, and back in the day, they had the outer court, the inner court, and then the Holy Spirit, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know, stuff like that, and so he brought his religious mindset and just struck just three times. You know, and uh, the prophet was very angry. And it just really speaks to me about how we can get stuck up in uh, traditions. How we can get stuck up in the way things have always been done. That we are not cognizant of the fact that what God is doing, you know, does not have to be restricted by what we know. Alright, another classic example is um, the story of Peter. You know, Peter... Bible says about midday he was going to have lunch, but then the lunch wasn't ready, so he went to the upper floor, the upper 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 stairs, 
you know, and was there possibly maybe praying or meditating. And he was caught up in a vision, you know, a trance. And then and the Bible records that a very large sheet was sent down from heaven. Uh, inside the sheet were all manner of unclean animals, beasts, fowls of the air, and all that. Uh, but what really strikes me was the fact that Peter, even while he was in the trance or he was in the vision, understood and realized that this vision came from God. Why? Because his next statement was like, no, Lord. Why? Because the vision, you know, the voice came forth and the voice said, arise, kill and eat. And his response was, no, Lord. So he knew that vision was from the Lord. Right? He knew that it was God that was sending this vision. But he was so stuck up you know, in his Jewish traditional mindset that, oh, I've never eaten anything unclean in my life. Right, so why would I be getting a vision about unclean stuff? So he said, No, Lord, you know, I would not go ahead and do it. And the Bible says, You know, the vision came to him three times. You know, uh, if he really understood, you know, God or the workings of God, then by the second time, or let's say even the third time, he should have figured, Okay, I would rise, kill, and eat, you know, and then. Uh, if you remember the story of um, Samuel and Eli, the prophet, you know, the first time, you know, Samuel came and said, oh, uh, did you call me? He said, no, I did not call you. And eventually, you know, the prophet figured out, oh, because we got caught talking to this. I said, okay, uh, when you hear that voice the next time, say, speak for thy servants here. And then that was the beginning of communication uh, of Samuel and, and God. You know, so uh, if, you know, uh, Peter also, you know, was cognizant of that fact, by the time that vision came the second or the third time, he would have yielded to the instruction of, of the Holy Spirit or the instruction of God. But he was held up in his mindset, he was held up in what always known, that he refused that vision. And we know, I mean, we have the benefit of hindsight. He was actually refusing then was the assignment to go to preach to the Gentile nation. Peter you know, had the first shot at it. You know, he was the first person to preach to the centurion. And the Bible says, you know, uh, even, you know, uh, before they got baptized with water, you know, they started speaking in tongues. So you already had that experience, you know, but because he rejected, um, you know, what God was bringing, because he was stuck in his mindset, you know, he refused, you know, that assignment. And we saw Apostle Paul go ahead and execute that assignment for God. All right. So what mindset are you carrying or what, uh, what things are in your mind that are, that are like traditions right, that will limit you know the extent to which God can make use of you or God can uh, do some of his works through you. Those are things you want to begin to eliminate from your life right now. All right, you're not gonna wait until uh, you you realize you know that God has moved on before you know you begin to make those changes. All right, you want to ensure that you get rid of those mindsets. All right, and, and mindsets are very, very straightforward to deal with. All right, the um, Bible says that uh, we can renew our mind through the Word of God. All right, so open your mind you know, to the Word of God. And I always tell people, in this age where we have a lot of spiritual materials out there, uh, this, this still the very primary source you know, from hearing from God is your relationship with God. By reading the Word of God for yourself. Right. Uh, so many times you find people just regurgitating you know, what they've heard somebody else say, you know, here and there. But, I mean, there's no problem with doing that, all right? Uh, but you want to ensure that it has a firm place in terms of believing your heart. 
that it has changed your mindset. All right, uh, because it is only the mind that is changed that can yield to God. All right, uh, if your if your mind is not is not transformed, if your mind is not renewed in a certain um, truth, you will even find out that even when God is speaking concerning it, you are not you are not hearing. It's like a radio transmission or radio frequencies. If you are not tuned to that frequency, you, even though the frequency is available, you wouldn't pick it. Right? So if your mindset is not tuned, all right, if your mindset is not fixed, you know, uh, it's not renewed right, to that frequency where God wants it to operate, then you will be cutting yourself out of important critical information from God. I like to use an example you know, of, um, of myself. So I, I usually have a meeting on on Saturdays, you know, where we gather uh, together to pray, you know, and um, I think I was uh, was at a workshop somewhere, and then uh, on the night of the meeting, you know, we were praying, and I think we've, I'd had this earlier discussion, you know, with one of the um, members in the prayer in the prayer 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 group, and we were talking about influence, and you know, I casually made the comment, oh. People that are trying to look for influence in the world and say, so when they become something in the world, they would, you know, turn around and then spin it for Jesus. I don't know how many people have done that and all that. And so I was kind of skeptical. That, you know, all these people that are talking about influence, influence, influence. Oh, I'm not, I'm not here for any of this, their influence. You know, so I just made passing comment and then went ahead. But you know, in the prayer meeting that day, you know, God spoke to my heart and said, okay, I want you, know, you to ask this person, you know, to talk about influence. And boy, for the next one month, I mean, over a period of one month, you know, we, we took a study on influence. You know, what influence is, you know, uh, how do we get influence? How do we execute on that? And it was an eye-opener for me. For me, it was a serious mind shift. Right? And now, you know, I now have some new complications. You know, I have some new understanding you know uh, god can tell me something now why because he knows my mind is renewed in that truth you know, that you know we're actually here uh, to influence our world uh, and how do we go about the influence and things like that all right so it is very important why because uh like i said you would be out of tune things will be happening around you god will be speaking around you god will be telling you know, giving instructions, but if you are not tuned to that frequency, if your mindset is shut out because of some traditions you hold, because of some um, uh, dogmas, all right, that you hold, you will be cutting yourself short of uh, the full extent of the workings of the Spirit of God in your life, through your life, and with your life, all right. So, uh, let's focus on changing mindsets, all right, and uh, this is something very personal. The Holy Spirit is going to minister directly to your heart. What are the things you need to change? And I pray God is going to help in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we uh, realize that um, we need a change of mindset. Uh, we do not need to be stuck in, uh, in the old ways. Your word says that um, no man puts new wine in old wine skins. And uh, we ask help us you know, to constantly have our minds renewed that we might be able to receive all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.